Hi, I'm Pawi, and you're listening to Rappler Podcast. You're listening to Hustles Inside the Industry, where we talk to professionals and find out how they got here, why they're doing what they do, and what it takes to do it. But for this episode, we just decided to talk to ourselves, and it's Jan 1 as we record this, so Happy New Year, Tristan. Happy New Year, man. It was definitely like a colorful year, to say the least, uh, 2020, but you know, now's the perfect time for us to kind of like reflect right and uh give give our listeners a taste of of uh what we all learned it's like a nice way to cap not just cap but like start the year just just um reflecting on what went well it's like you know it's like our inner team building but then we're letting people hear (laughs) yeah no but i think uh, i think we owe it to everybody because i believe you know specifically going into 2021 people want to get started on the right foot right so Bowie, like you joined inside the industry 2020. Like I guess nobody was expecting uh we'd go through the pandemic, um, all, all that thing. So how's your experience like joining this podcast at a crucial moment in history? <laughs> well, first of all, it seems like every year is some sort of history making year when you work at Rappler, right? <laughs> so so yeah. let's yeah, let's just let's just leave that at that. Um in terms of inside the industry, I mean I mean, you know better than than anybody, but it's kind of my ritual here now. Um, and you also know that I'm I'm a creature of habit, so it's it's like tough to even go a week without inside the industry. I think it's it's definitely something that I enjoy doing. It's something that gives me kind of stability in what you said is kind of like a, a volatile, you know, a, a, an erratic year. And you know, at the end of the day. What it is, is I get to talk to people, you know, and that's something that has become the value of that has like truly manifested in 2020. I mean, don't you think? Yeah. And like, cause it, one, we're talking about industries, then we're talking about people. So it's like the whole conversation of this year, it's like asking them, oh, how are you going to pivot? How are you going to adapt? Like we're yeah. in the, we're at, we're at this point. That's basically unprecedented. Like this never happened before. It's almost like so, we're like, asking each other for advice, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and you know, the human connection. Because like, since the social distancing um, thing was implemented, I mean, people need connection. Because like, how, how long have mm. people been um, kept away from each other? Parang <laughs> this is the first yeah. time na we, we actually experience it on a collective level. Na okay, you can't hang out with friends. You can't meet people you even go to the office like i'm in the office right now and yeah it's empty <laughs> so it's it's been a year since it's almost been a year since yeah. um well it is gen one changed. but yes yeah. <laughs> you know what's what's super also like uh inspiring about it is everyone's so game you know I, I think about this all the time but i'm like if we tried is it possible for us to get like a crappy guest like I, like everyone seems to be so 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 awesome i mean obviously we we uh, we try our best to like select like the most you know intriguing personalities and names, but every episode I get something out of it. You know what I mean? Everyone has a good story to tell. <laughs> you just have to really means and dig. Because I, I, I don't believe na meron taong inherently boring. Like we we've all lived lives. Yep. We've all gone through shit in the past. So yeah, it's really the art of conversation, lang. Like actually connecting putting putting in the effort to ask a person how how their day went how 
what happened how how are they adapting maybe siguro lang and this is just me reflecting and talking out of personal experience it's like often we want to talk about our stuff but the intent to listen it's not always there so like working in a working in a podcast like where it's not it's not about us it's about the industry it's about the people right 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 going back to the podcast and and what you said you know talking about how there's like no such thing as a boring person and how we're all we all survived you know the year that was 2020 so let me ask you tristan what are your biggest overall takeaways uh, from all the episodes we got in 2020 what were people saying what was the general consensus of um you know how to move forward and thrive yeah part of for me it's it's like there's no one technique it's mm. but one thing i gathered it's really ha- you have to be on your feet because like the guests we featured Everyone was pivoting, but not all succeeded, which we'll, which we yep. will go into later. Yep. Like, because I think what's what's best about our podcast, hindi lang tayo like the master tips, like uh, how to survive 2020. It was really, uh, how are you doing? What are you doing right now? So we get to also feature stories who of struggle. Hindi lang yung puro. It's not all wins, because we don't want to do false positivity naman na win 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 like, yeah of course yeah. people struggled so it's also nice that we got to listen to people i don't know i, I don't know if you can say na we can learn from it because it's still ongoing but like what you can gather it's you really have to pivot and like find ways to adapt we pivoted with the podcast for for me naman it's one thing that kept popping up from all sorts like across the entire spectrum is mental health and it's, oh, yeah. it's kind of beautiful uh, to hear that because, um, well, you know, I just I just came back to the Philippines major recently from from uh, living in New York for like ten years. But mental health is kind of like a very open conversation there, and I don't think it's not it wasn't quite as like mainstream of a topic here, right? We would kind of like brush mental health to the side, but but every single almost every single podcast guest we had touched up on mental health um i'm gonna play like a sound clip right now from indirectory this is uh herbert hernandez of giggle by the way well first of all moonstar 88 right tristan yeah <laughs> we have to con- we have to congratulate by the way yeah yeah giggle agency of the year diba? yeah so they went nice. agency well one cola. of the people behind the rc cola that viral advertisement the the weird one but get, take a listen to this sound bite and and hear that you know even someone like that are really values uh, this. Parang kailangan din nilang i-watch out din yung mental health kasi they can't function naman kung, di ba, especially right now, parang kailangan isipin nyo rin, maging priority rin ng mga, ng mga tao para mag-function sila. Kasi, kaya ako sinabi yun, kasi gusto ko lang sabihin na minsan okay lang na hindi, hindi okay sila. Yes. Personally, that's one of my favorite episodes that we recorded. Oh, cool, yeah. Yes. Cause, you know, like, Shout Star. out to Gino, <laughs> by the way. Gino was with us, yeah. Yeah, it's it's a different topic in directory, but like Herbert is like someone. Uh, I came from advertising, and and I also like enjoyed his music in the past. So like having to talk to him, and then like I know you were really. I remember yeah, we were really but, excited for this. Yeah, seeing the person behind the mm-hmm. mythos, <laughs> the, the myth, the legend. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. fun. So you um. Um, hmm. Did you have any like favorite episode, favorite guests? Sure. There might be a difference between favorite episode and favorite guests, right? Because sometimes it's just like I had a good 
convo, but but I don't know. I, I have two right off the top of my head. The first one is uh, Roland Ross, for sure. Yeah. That was about maybe halfway through the year. Or no, major early in the pandemic. Uh, we were still in our The Future Of series, right? And in comes this guy. So Roland Ross, by the way, of Kumu, right? And I'm sure at this point, when we put this episode out, people know what Kumu, Kumu. is, which is crazy. Um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna drop a clip now. What what he really inspired me with was uh, was his vision for Kumu. Because here I was talking to a true visionary. Because of that educated workforce in English, we also became the customer service. Uh, kind of arm yeah, for the global slim. Exactly. But what a lot of people, and this is where my, this is what I talk to you about with my investors is sure. what would happen if the social media capital of the world created its own app and what the hell would it look? Mm. And that's why international investors, I can't tell you who, but some of the largest sure. international investors in the world right now, as we speak, we're talking to because they're completely shocked about the type of engagement uh, that we've been right. able to drive. And a lot of that has has nothing to do uh, with me. Has everything mm-hmm. to do with the Philippines being at the forefront of social media and showing the world that this is how to do a social media app. No more of the freaking uh, anxiety and the social media pressures. No longer with the privacy issues. Right. It's just community focus. It's about authentic community and screw all the fakeness. This is it. <laughs> What I really took out of my conversation with Roland was like, this is inside the industry. You know what I mean? Grabbing a kumu, like I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but at the time, it mm. it mm-hmm. wasn't ano pa, It wasn't like the thing that it is now. Na everyone's on kumu. Yeah. Like even the shows, the big shows already on kumu. The, the big game shows, PBBs on kumu. So, ako naman, I think my favorite guest was Mickey Inglis. So like we, we know him as a as a sports lawyer. He said he's a rapper contributor. Yeah. But then like we talked to him about why a fiction, right? So, but the similarities though, I found that when you're writing like particularly like a fantasy novel, you have to set some rules so that the magic doesn't go everywhere, and the readers have to know those rules. So in my mind, I think my training as a lawyer helped me establish those ground rules. So at least when I'm writing something. When I'm writing writing about a certain aspect of the magic in the book, I know it's bound by some rules because if the rules aren't there, it's just gonna be messy. He's a lawyer, <laughs> lawyer, columnist, and then yeah. you, you add YA fiction writer. So it's like, siguro kasi like I personally see myself as a slasher and like uh I've been yeah I'm I'm sure. also writing I, I'm also into film. It's quite hard. Like personally, I don't. At times, like okay, I, I just want to focus on this. But like him, now he gets to do all these mm. things. It's like, dude, like how do you do that? So, parang yeah, I'll 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 ask you a question because I know what it's like to to struggle with being uh you know a slasher as as you yeah. call it. Would you imagine yourself being a guest on a podcast like this? Like, do you feel like like you would earn a spot? I struggle because I feel diba? like <laughs> means parang. I'm a jack of all trades, but a yeah. master of none. It's like <laughs> it's like what's the title? You're right. What's the inside the inside the industry blank with Tristan? Yeah. Right. What's that blank? And it's like I'm not a personally like I'm not good enough to give a TED talk on any topic yet. So I don't know, <laughs> but but okay, fair, fair. Well, I said I had two favorite guests, and the another person who's who's kind of like uh, 
Well, actually, no. I'd say he was like the opposite. He just kind of like stuck with his guns and like to like the most extreme level and just didn't yeah. listen to like yeah it's it's like this guy is super inspiring he was super inspiring before the podcast so again this is nico tuason everyone from uh he he made the game lithium city you can actually buy it on steam and support uh local filipino game developers again i found him on reddit because <laughs> he had like uh what's it called like 2000 upvotes on his life story so i was like i gotta dig into this i gotta get him on the podcast so yeah nico tuason any last bits of advice for colleagues and um, aspiring game developers here in the Philippines? Don't do it. <laughs> There's easier ways to make money. I love like, it. I mean, I'm half serious. Like, if you want, if you're doing it to make money, like, it's probably easier to get a job. If you're going to, going into any creative field, is you will go through long periods, long stretches where finances will be tight and the work will be hard. If you are gonna do it, like. Then me telling you not to do it isn't gonna stop you. Like, it's it's just it's gonna be the strength of your vision, and sometimes that's nice. the only thing you can rely on. If you're perusing the inside the industry library and you want an episode about just pure persistence and grit, it's the Nico Tuason episode. Yeah, he kind of reminds me of um, Lin Manuel Miranda. You know, like I saw this clip, na, like he was he was a guest. So White House, and then like, then he was talking about Hamilton. Then people were thinking that he was joking. Na para sabi niya, I want to write a play about a founding father who embodies hip hop. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. On the Lin Manuel Miranda note, let's highlight some guests who have done remarkably. Uh, since our podcast, not saying that you know we elevated them to success. I'm just saying since we recorded, <laughs> maybe we did. Thanks to it. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks to the industry. <laughs> <laughs> but we already sh- we already mentioned Giggle, by the way. So their RC Cola ad, of course. Um, who else you got? Aside from the RC Cola ad, I think we have to talk then about the initiative itself that they guested mm, in directory. In directory, because uh. like I know it's getting, uh, I think it's it's really helping a lot of freelancers right now. Like mm-hmm. I have friends who are freelancers who are part of their. their their directory. I, I link. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I I share the link. I share the indie directory link to them. For for me, the man one one person who I'm uh, always extremely proud of is Kelly Go of Oro Chocolate. I'm sure some of you have uh, probably purchased Oro in some of your holiday shopping. They're they're thriving. They are absolutely thriving right now. Um, it's just crazy how they only started maybe like two years ago. Usually. Just for general knowledge, usually three years, right, is the timeline when you're talking about startups, right? And when I was talking to Kelly, even before the podcast, it was kind of like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna start off slow as you know, a chocolatier. We're gonna start off so we're gonna distribute at mga uh, grocery stores, you know, and and which they did, right? It's like baking chocolate and stuff. More people are baking right now, but the timeline she told me about i thought was supposed to be stretched over 5 years because because within months they were already doing cross uh partnerships they did with pal serenity and stuff and now so as of this recording they have announced that they are opening in bahrain dude <laughs> oro chocolate is opening a branch in bahrain and and by the way they already opened in tokyo so are you telling me you opened three branches you know during a pandemic you know it's like I mean, in the middle of a pandemic where, like, transportation is non-existent. When we first started this company, a lot of important people told me that I was going to fail, that there was no way that this was going to be successful. 
I took that, um, even if they didn't mean it constructively, and it just pushed me to further refine um, my business model, um, our operations, in order to be successful. Um, as a young person, you don't have to choose between idealism and realism. There's always a way to, f- to do both. Amazing. Um, and that's what I strongly believe and, um, and advocate for. I think you can also mention Ilya here. Because mm. when, when we interviewed them, they were they were the parang the J curve was starting. Na, this is Ilya sex toy shop. Yeah. yeah, sorry, we have to mention it. It's a sex sex toy shop. So, <laughs> like, just just to give some context, it's like since mo- mo- more people were locked at home, and of course we need intimacy. So yeah, it's like their business boom, and they had like online delivery. So yeah, yeah. Shout out yeah. to Ilya. We thought, okay, how about we try something different? How about we try normalizing the idea of sex toys um, and the best way to do that at least how we believed it was to make it fun to make it witty to make it unintimidating so that the folks like us uh, would be comfortable going into it uh, would have fun and hopefully would buy something and maybe change or shift their perception a bit even a little bit that, um, into considering that sex toys aren't so bad after all since we're talking about the businesses that did well, um, again, it's it's a dour note, but like, Sigur, we could also talk about the businesses that we interviewed that struggled and mm-hmm. unfortunately had to close shop. I mean, mm-hmm. we hope that they open soon again, but yeah, unfortunately, they had to business decision and just say, okay, let's take a pause or let's close shop for now, and then mm-hmm. maybe let's reevaluate in the coming months, coming years. Mm-hmm. So, like, one was same same. Like, I love that. This is the most recent yeah. one. And yeah. man, we were just talking about how like, you know, I'll eat there, right? Like soon yeah. enough, but yeah. Yeah, I think they stopped operations yesterday or two days. Yeah, ago. I've been seeing their yeah. posts. It's so sad. Yeah. Shout out, shout out to GJ, by the way. Customers may not be right all the time. Yes. Okay? <laughs> but I think one thing that that helped me survive the pandemic is customer service. It's something that is beyond. Or you, when you go beyond uh, your your duties from cooking food, from serving food, okay? Because especially now, there's no face-to-face uh, conversation. You have to go. You have to you have to learn how to provide a wonderful customer service online, digitally. Uh, next up on my end well, is Joe's Brew, of course, which which we mentioned among the publisher on businesses. We did a whole piece on them, right? Uh, yeah. Also on Raptors. Nokal. Yeah, and Nokal. Shout out, shout out to Nokal. They weren't the guests, but you know, good, good friends of ours as well. And it's more for both of them. Uh, and Joe's Brew mentioned this uh, on the podcast. It's more just, uh, well, like what you said. It's a pause. It's a strategic pause because hey, you have to, you have to cut your losses now. Okay, you're you're bleeding cash because of rent. So let's just cut that. Close down shop. Um, and and re-strategize with with that capital that we have left over. Recently, things have been you know haven't been looking good. Um, I'm starting to think that this whole year basically scratch it off. Um, just kind of look for brighter things next year. So um, that's I I feel publish on is gonna come back eventually. Yeah, it's gonna take a while, and. You know, whoever's there are the ones who are, you know, uh, fortunate enough to 
um, you know, been able to sustain their businesses. And, you know, I'm pretty sure, um, you know, like other places that we own in the area, our landlords are all very understanding and cooperative. And I feel like if everyone helps each other, you know, from all the way from the landlords helping their tenants, the, you know, the business owners helping the employees and all that, then we can all survive it. Yeah, since we talked about Poblacion, I remember we attended this event. Yeah, <laughs> French. that was so yeah. fun. Shout out to um, Andre, by the way, French Manila. Yeah. Yeah, but I think they're also pausing it for now because it's like, I think they went, I think Andre mm-hmm. is back, back in the States. Yeah. So that's also, in a way, Fringe is also, it's also t- taking a pause. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like, yeah. they're, they're, it's a global festival. So it's kind of like, I don't think that there's going to be a Fringe 2021 anyway. Yeah. So that only makes sense. But I believe it's, it's worth noting that that comes with Pineapple Lab, right? Pineapple Lab is like oh, yeah. a permanent fixture. So, so we, we are mourning the loss of that. It's a great space. Back then, it was just these major companies that were able to stage works. And so so most of the time, budding playwrights write their yeah. plays, mm-hmm. but are shelved. There are no avenues, or at least very little avenues, for them to showcase what they're working on to even cultivate new audiences for, for these types of work. So that's what really kind of sparked me to, to bring the concept here. What it takes is hard work. Like, talent and hard work and, and being nice, I think. Being nice goes a long way. People will remember that. If you're mm-hmm. not nice, no one wants to work with you. But if you're nice, you're pleasant to work with, and you're talented, and you work hard, then for sure. Next up, Tristan, what are your like hidden gems guests? Now, you had okay expectations going into the episode, and then you ended up having like a great convo. Yeah, I mentioned it earlier. Ilya. Yes. Again, I don't want to be like the guy that snickers at a sex shop. But like, we had a really really nuanced mature conversation with very them. much so it's like, yeah uh, it's like okay it's really about opening people's minds you talking about um sex it's about yeah. um breaking taboos making it more accessible to people who are confined and are not comfortable like these topics we don't really want to talk talk about them in the open so it's it's really nice if you like create avenues or spa- safe spaces where people can discuss these topics like mental health, sex, um, sexual health, without um, the stigma and without the like snickers or the judgment or all all those things. I think both of us were approaching this, we're approaching that recording with some anxiety because like, oh gosh, you know, this is like one of our most taboo topics yet. You know, what's what what's this guy even like? <laughs> you know, but um, but super like a really great episode came out of that. Um, for my pick. This one was kind of the opposite of that going in where it was just more, definitely no anxiety, uh, just no expectations. And that's with UXPH. Um, And in our line of work, UX user experience design is like of interest to us, right, Tristan? We even uh, attended the the actual conference. Yeah. Design thinking approach, which is ideate, discover what's out there, do your research. Are you solving the right problem? Is this really a problem for you, for you to go into user experience design? Fall in love with that, solve, looking for um, the problem. I, I sometimes think, remember <laughs> Lord of the Rings when uh, <laughs> Odo was given the first ring and you have to travel. It's yeah. just like that. Uh, yeah. We 
I'll reach in, I can it's show you the 11 map. and a half hour long yeah. journey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we, we can show you the map. And that map is here's the user experience community. Here's the UX Philippines community. It's for you UX to travel there. Yeah. 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 By the end of that recording, I was like, I felt like we were friends. You know, it's kind of weird. We were just like, yeah. we were like hitting it off really well with those guys, Aldrich Stan and um, Eli Apao. So anyway, um, how about favorite moments? Like, because <laughs> we talked about guests, you talked about um, yeah. episodes, but like, um, how about moments even outside of the podcast? Like, um, behind the scenes, because you talked about communality, about interaction. And, and how we everything. pivoted. We, we, did, yeah. we did so much with this, yeah. yeah. And not everything's like recorded. I, I'm loving like this episode, what we're doing now. But the, the last time we did something like this was with our Rappler Talk, our Meter Podcasters Rappler Talk. So you and I were with uh, Bigo and, of course, Margie uh, DeLeon, who hosts um, I've Got an Opinion. Uh, you should check that out if you haven't already. And it's just so good. Um, that we weren't the hosts. <laughs> yeah. We were, we were being interviewed. But we were being interviewed. Ah, that's feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and then also, obviously, and also hearing um, Margie's stories. So what are your guys' favorite episodes? Ako yung, ano, um, what do you call this? The polyamorous couple. Uh, the throuple? Throuple ba tawag sa nga? I guess. But, um, only two of two of the three came because yeah. the third person is uh, more private about it. Oh. So that was very interesting because you know, parang uh, that was really something that I was never parang familiar that familiar with. Check that out if you haven't already. If you wanna get to know us more or just uh, get to know, uh, we've never had an episode that talks about how to start a podcast, so that would be a good primer for that. Yeah, I liked, I was a producer, so like we produced the episode with um, the interns, yes. the interns, diba? So it's really fresh blood na, okay, this is the future of our industry, so yeah. this, this, these kids will be the ones replacing us like in a few years or so. Since the internships program's about to end, um, will you be taking up more internships or will you just focus on school or do you actually consider um, going in the same line of career in the future? Uh, well, for now, I'm planning to focus on school. But in the near future, I hope to be a mover also. Because um, in MovePH, right, it's citizen in journalism. So even if you're not an intern, you can be a mover where you help out with reporting on events and you help writing stories and you help with MovePH's social media campaigns. You know, honestly, in the past two months, I really learned so much from the unit. And that's no bola to my supervisors if they hear this when it comes out. I really, really like the work. And even though I'm pursuing a different career path, I really enjoyed writing. I really enjoyed um, the social media campaigns of MovePH. And uh, I'd love to work on that in the future, even in some small way. That was very rewarding for, for us too, right? It was like us uh, exercising like how to pass the baton. Yeah. And right now, uh, like Grace just wrote an article. Yeah, so shout out December, to Grace. So. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, we're, uh, we're, we're nearing the end of this, but what were then some of like the, the funniest moments you've had during the recording? Like many, maybe a blooper or, or, or something. <laughs> I knew these people before 
um before ah, okay. before I think I well, know. well before uh, before we got into rappers so like Rika Rika Garcia that was, was like, a great episode mind, yeah we were close friends in college so parang okay <laughs> um it's, it's like shout out to Morning talking, Rush by the yeah. way yeah like it's like different talking to them in this context and then she would like bring up oh nga diba kasi like she would like um share some stuff na ako I, I couldn't remember anymore na parang things we experienced back when we were when, when we were kids quote unquote kids and so today we actually have a very special episode because our guests are the ones hosting us I think yeah, we shall see <laughs> I think their names are very familiar to you guys so today we have Chico and Rika from Monster RX 93.1's The Morning Rush hello hello hi, hi. I'm Rika I am Chico. Then finally, kamali pa ako don. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We. Kinanggal natin na. Kasi I think we got it. They're both Garcia. They're both Garcia. So like I said, like Chica ba or something <laughs> or, or Rico. And then I said Rico yata. I said Rico. Yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. For for my funniest moment. Well, honestly, we have to do a comedy Manila drop, but I don't think I'm gonna include the soundbite because this is actually an outtake. But uh, as as everyone knows, we do our. Uh, play of the week at the end of the episode so i did my usual play of the week we talked a lot about work now let's talk about play what are some activities and recommendations to keep you away from the busyness of business and then making less just goes masturbate and then i was like <laughs> i'm cutting that i am gonna cut <laughs> <laughs> like play without hesitation <laughs> So, Pally, like normally, we wrap things up by sharing our play of the week. Like, what's our echo? But since this is a year-ender episode slash year-starter episode, maybe we can talk about a book that um, left an impact. Something mm-hmm. that that's your that's basically one of your big 2020 lessons. I've I've recommended this a bunch of times to you, and I'm recommending this to everyone. It's um, Essentialism by uh, Greg Greg Ma- He's Irish, so it's 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 not, it's spelled like McKeown, but I'm sure it's like McQueen or something. It might be it might be that. Um, but essentialism was was so vital to me uh, this year, um, at least just in terms of awareness. So the book is exactly what you think it is. It's it's kind of philosophical and self help. It basically compounds on the minimalism movement that happened maybe the year prior, which is basically like Marie Kondo. Everyone is trying to be more minimal, especially during pandemic, right? We're we're like stripping it down to the essentials. We're really valuing what needs to be there. And this book couldn't have been a better guide. So some of the main tips that I got is saying no to more things. Dude, I don't know if I don't know if you've been practicing this, but saying no is so important. I have to practice that. <laughs> right. And that's, that's so there. New Year's yeah. resolution. Yeah. Uh, so but it's hard. Sometimes it's out of our control. But you know, he gives he gives tips on how to do stuff like that. Routine was another one which I've already got locked down prior to the book. Um and then in terms of problem solving, focusing more on long term solutions as opposed to band-aid solutions. I think twenty twenty is kind of like a like a special case though i think band-aid solutions are important just because because of the rate of volatility but but the point is you have to you have to build under that band-aid solution like what the long-term uh fix is going to be for that but anyway not going to spoil the rest of the book for you it's written in a very essentialist manner so it's very bare minimum very easy to read um so check it out essentialism yeah you talked about a resolution uh, saying no. It's like I personally have, because like 
people call it like a savior complex, a hero mm. complex na, okay, I can't say no to this kasi I think I can help out. I can fix things. It's yeah. an itch that you can't scratch. Like, okay, I want, I want to take this project on kasi just because I, I want to make it work. Pero like, I think it's related to the book I'm reading. Okay. Um, I read. So I bought the whole Dune saga yes. set. So it's really a commentary on savior complexes and the whole like idea of uh, of charismatic leaders, messiahs. So like on the surface level, it's really the traditional hero's journey, like the, the boy who was promised, mm-hmm. the Harry mm-hmm. Potter figure. Na. So it's very traditional. But at the same time, with more abstraction, you realize it's basically a critique how hero worship evolves and how it can cause more problems. Yeah, that's definitely essential reading right now. So yeah, yeah Dune. Okay, Tristan, um, that's pretty much it. But any last words to wrap up Inside the Industry 2020 and to start off Inside the Industry 2021? Well, as we pivot, it's nice na our listeners get to pivot with us and like experience this yeah. um, the changes, experience our growth. Because that's what I like about our podcast. Na it's basically we're trying to keep it as casual, as transparent. So like how we change, how we adapt, how we... Uh, how we try to learn from past mistakes. People get to see see our humanity, yeah, <laughs> the humanity yeah, yeah. behind our voices. So you know, we have like good things planned for the year. We do, and then we try to we're trying to make it. We're trying to keep it interesting. So yeah, so look, stay, yeah. yeah, stick with stay us, tuned. everyone. Um, we're basically like you guys and girls. So <laughs> it's absolutely been a pleasure to host this podcast. You know, throughout 2020. And I'm super excited to already get started in 2021. So uh, with that, thank you to all our listeners um, for a wonderful year of growth. To you, Tristan, thanks so much for having me. Uh, Super excited to carry this podcast even further with you. Yeah, thanks, man. I mean, you've been such a big help. Like, it, it wouldn't be like what it is right now if if you didn't like come in. So happy, happy New Year, happy man! Gentlemen. So if you haven't already, please stay tuned to Hustle Inside the Industry on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple, Google, or wherever you find your podcasts. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button.